0: Welcome to episode 30. You guys, I am so excited for this episode because this is something that uh, Victor and I talk about all the time and that is worthiness and like feeling like that you deserve to live a life that's in alignment with like what brings you joy and makes you inspired and happy. And so This podcast, we're going to connect a lot of dots between like what it takes to like step into your your boldness and live an intentional life and defy the norm, but really like what it is that's limiting us from doing that and talk about how it's related to sacral chakra, how it's related to your Enneagram, your Myers-Briggs, your programming. There's all these forces that don't want to let you do this, but we're here to tell you that you can and... If you listen till the very end, we're going to give you some really simple key steps that you can take to go live life to the fullest, defy the norm, and have an amazing summer. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with Nomads with a Purpose. Hi guys, welcome. So today, Victor and I are going to be connecting a ton of dots all the way from how you can live an adventurous, fulfilling, exciting life, defy the norm, and heal all your emotional scars at once. And I know it's like a big goal. This is something Victor and I talk about all the time um not not only for ourselves and like how can we live in alignment as a married couple with a big family and be entrepreneurs but also as coaches and helping others and then influencers on all these platforms so this is a really um exciting one i know if you're watching on youtube it doesn't always align with like just adventure travel but hey if you got about 30 minutes to watch this on two times speed then maybe Maybe we'll open your eyes to something that you might have been missing. Because
1: it's all ultimately related. If if you're watching this, and ultimately, sometimes people are watching these videos like, oh, they live vicariously through our experiences, but at the same time, we'd like to empower you, inspire you, and give you the tools so that you can go get that yourself.
0: Absolutely, because if you're, um, if you're watching us and like, oh, I want to do that, or that looks so cool, but you're not doing it, this video will probably help, It'll help you get one step It'll further. You. And you know, the big thing is the, the preface with this whole um, podcast and YouTube video is that like we've been married for a really long time. Like we're really in love with each other. But if we didn't actively take these steps that we're gonna be talking about today, we we absolutely would have gone def- different ways. And it's because there's a willingness to, um, keep trying and there's a willingness or a desire to live an exciting life because i think a lot of people would just be like it's too much work or or they don't have they don't value that they're value themselves enough to say like i want to get to the root of this and so because we do have that love for each other we can nurture that along we can you know like hey i know it's hard right now but let's let's do this work so real quick what um well real quick if you're on youtube you should definitely subscribe and hey if if you're on our podcast like write us a review it would help us so much i'd really appreciate it okay so what started well what started this was we were born pretty much because everybody is born into this dilemma but what really started this like saying hey victor can you please go on youtube and the podcast with me and talk about this this is so important for so many people is Victor two weeks ago went to san diego to work for for a while you know if you don't know real quick our story our story for the last few months at least is we had been full-time rving but a house came available to rent in in montana um, from my uncle and it's an amazing piece of property it really is i mean i don't love living in a house but this if i had to live in a house this is definitely where I'd want to live, but it's cold, and so we're still road tripping like half the month, pretty much. Yeah. And so Victor decided on since California's kind of open, he's decided. You know what? It's a good opportunity. I don't really love road trips like you do. Maybe maybe soon he will though. Yeah. And let's go. I'm going to go back to San Diego and and work. Checking a
1: little bit. on my clients. Yeah, check on my clients. I've I've been working digitally since everything happened. I just jumped in an opportunity like hey, um, how can we make this work? My family's picked up a house, let's make it work so it's on a digital platform. And what that means is usually a FaceTime or a Zoom call while they're standing in a facility or in their home. Um, But I wanted to continue to nurture them. And so I thought it was a great opportunity to go back and work with them. And I promptly fell into, gosh, what do I call it? A pit, (laughs) not a pit of despair. It was all great interaction with my clients. However, I ended up throwing a ton of hours and stress into my life that I was somewhat extracted from. Is that how you describe
0: that? For sure, and like in this video, what's cool is that we're gonna link together a couple key things as far as like live life to the fullest, adventure, enjoyment of life, Enneagram, and Myers-Briggs and Chakra, because they are all linked. And so what he experienced in that two weeks was completely a function of Enneagram, I'm type two, I wanna give to wanna everybody serve. else, yeah. but with that, sacral chakra blockage that was like, uh, I'm not, you know, I need to be accepted. I'm not worthy all these feelings. And so, but then deep down the highest desire was like, I just wish I was with my family. They're having so much fun. This is not fair. Why did they go without me? Even the, no uh,
1: the resentment, actually, that's one, that's one of those things that as we started doing, uh, do you travel during the pandemic? I encountered a lot more. I would come in and out of San Diego, and but the problem was, is that 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 resentfulness, like that 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 anger, is an emotion emotional need not met na- met right, an emotional right. need need not met, and so I didn't act, all I had was the anger. I didn't necessarily internalize that. He's oh. saying
0: that in, when he would he'd go to San Diego for two weeks and work, he'd hustle, he'd feel really successful, make good money, have a great connection with clients, but. Then he'd get on a plane, get to me, and there'd be like this fallout for a couple of days. Right. And it was like this anger built up because deep down he was like, oh, I how, wish I could, just I do, wish this, I could yeah. do this, but then has telling a story that, but I'm not allowed to. I'm yeah. not allowed and to. And that's just life.
1: programming ultimately uh, that we have to get to the root of. Uh, we're running all this programming on a subconscious level and subconscious is means... Under right, so it means under. So how much is under? How much? Ninety five percent, ninety to ninety five percent, guys. So we're you, laughing because
0: uh, I quiz them on these things because they would start like. Doing so
1: ultimately, look, this is what happens: is that you have, you're running all this programming and you don't really realize, uh, ultimately, what's going on.
0: So start. It, what um, happened when you came back from San Diego? So I,
1: well, I was a physical wreck. First off, I came down with a really bad cold, which I'm never ever sick. But it's sort of the repercussions of a lot of hours of work coupled with even the downtime not being a very relaxing state for me. I was like, okay, gotta go here, gotta go here. And One of the things that I do when I'm working is I work more because if I sit in quiet stillness, all I do is miss my wife. All I do is miss my family and I realize those emotional sort of vacuums, I call them, Mm -hmm. right? These emotional vacuums that are there. And so I prefer to just like, well, I'm just gonna take more, take more. And so these long tend to, 12 hour what felt like a 10 to 12 hour day left me feeling really really drained and then I land I actually it's probably two days before that before I left that I realized that ultimately I was getting a sore throat and I was really sore stiff I wasn't healing I, I dropped in into my old uh, jiu-jitsu gym and I could tell the first two days That i went in there the first week i was like my energy was high smile ear to ear and by the second week the fourth potentially fourth workout i was like oh my gosh i am so sore i'm not recovering i'm like you 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 kind of feel that challenge when you're on the mats and you don't have the energy you you really want and you don't have that feeling
0: and on top of it i don't want to go into too much in this story but we've you know victor 12 years ago had severe adrenal exhaustion it was it was really hard and like you can go look at his instagram to get a link to his video where he talks about how he recovered from it it's um we're gonna be doing a whole lot more on that front because i think so many people are struggling with this right now but that's that's kind of what you felt like i think too when you're in san diego you're like hmm i'm teetering on back on like triggering back to what i felt yeah, like yeah
1: i mean it's real easy and the other thing is busy I think a lot of people fall into this. They want to go. Well, I'm just busy. I, I don't have the time to it's work. It's a busy on this. badge. It's a busy badge, and and as Americans, I think sometimes that's just the badge. It's programming. Of, it's a badge. You are
0: more valuable as a human being if you're busy yeah. because that means, and this is I'll tie into chakras in this video too, but if you're busy, you're doing a lot of things. That's Manipura, that's like, that's your solar plexus. And it makes you like, yeah, I'm I'm busy, I'm needed. And so then it's sacral chakra where you're like, oh, I'm valued because I'm so busy, somebody must need me. And then it's on top of it is throat chakra because let's be honest, I, I can detest to this because I fell into this trap a long time ago. And then I kind of isolated myself in like, uh, I just do, you know, people I think will easily say, it. well, Robin, she just does what she wants. And in that process, I learned like, I had to start saying no. Like, so that's throat tracker. To be able to like draw that line and be like, no. Because what happens is people ask, if you're not busy, then you're gonna be the one who's asked, well, can you do this for me? Well, you can do that. And while we should totally serve each other and help, um, I think it's very easy to become uh, manipulated in that situation. And it's so hard for people just to be like, no, I'm not busy and I'm going to take care of myself. Right. That is not approved of nearly as much as it can or as much as it should be. So he came back, you came back. I came back sick.
1: sick and then sore and injured like I haven't been in a long time, man.
0: and a big struggle for us is like Victor jokes, like, "Oh, I married sporty Spice. I'm not that sporty. I'm not that athletic, but like I do like to go do things and hike and bike and climb and, and it becomes such a struggle in our relationship because he's always. It feels like he's always hurt. I'm like, oh, you can't go do this again. You can't. And and there's not a lot of other things. And then on top of it, it ends up being like, oh, well, we don't have anything we can go do athletically, so let's just go get a drink instead. And then a few days into it, you're like, well, this isn't healthy. And so we we end up kind of backpedaling, right? To like, why are you hurt? That's what started this video, was basically you went from knee pa- yeah. sick, a couple days later, knee pain, couple knee days pain. later, now you have sciatica, all these things that it doesn't necessarily Always struggle. The knee part does always struggle with. So we will talk we will about. talk a little <laughs> bit
1: about that. Swakistena. Um, the... <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah. I okay, can remember that word. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> so I absolutely like that Sorry. We
0: the... go um, at the same time. Isabel, you know you probably already know this, but Isabel, Gabby, and I run another website and another YouTube, My- making mindfulness fun. And Isabel's been reading the web that has no weaver. It's a very detailed in-depth chinese uh, approach to chinese medicine and so of course when victor comes back she's like yeah dad you have kidney essence. kidney essence deficiency and he's like what so luckily we had some kidney in our freezer like
1: you- cures like old school ancestral medicine i um, mean you know organ meats in general are really really powerful um multivitamins. so i'm like well i don't know if i 100 percent believe it i it, honestly i did at that point i had i have an idea because you usually get so kind of bad feel so worn out um so i knew i needed if i cook that and 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 then started taking doing a lot of practicing self-care that it, things would start coming right and uh, the first thing was that cold went away relatively quick from my me uh,
0: one of the many many things that victor's so amazing at is that he has felt the swing of feeling really good and feeling really bad. And Victor has a willingness to try anything when it comes to food, whether it's cutting any food, I'll go eat eating right any now. food, whatever that takes, he will try it. Here, and eat sell. this,
1: it'll make you feel better. Sure, no problem. And when he did I have- think that comes from, I uh, eat <laughs> decades and decades of like sawdust protein shakes where it's all chunky.
0: How about before that? As a kid, you guys ate some Oh uh, yeah, you, stuff. Were,
1: you were, this is what's there. So from the root to the tuna, you ate everything. Um, I always used to tell my, ask my parents like, hey, why do we eat every part of the cow or every part of the pig? Because it would be wasteful and you know, you come from a impoverished, I'm like, but I don't think we're that poor anymore. Why are we eating intestines of cow? Uh, look, I love menudo as much as anyone else, but if you're eating pretty regularly, I don't know if that's
0: all that great for you. Okay, so Isabel's reading that, telling me, ah, oh, your kidney essence chi. Now, Isabel, Gabby, and I, uh, years and years ago, became, well, Isabel really started it, but then we jumped in real quick, became obsessed with learning personality types. First, we like studied Myers Briggs a lot, then we Enneagram. Then, you know, we were already, anytime we were in San Diego, we were doing yoga a lot. Uh, we started having a pretty disciplined meditation. Then we started unlocking the chakras. And so we've been kind of uh, obsessed with that whole realm of whatever you want to call it, spirituality. I mean, we don't need to put a label on it. It's just understanding the self, understanding what makes us tick, why why we think a certain way, why we act a certain way, why we feel a certain way, all of that comes together. And so we've always been like, dad, Victor, you need to I heal. I feel like your- I'm
1: always one or two steps behind them, uh, but, you know, ultimately I'm very open they're, they're the way they're delivering it and actually between the three of them, there's probably a perfect delivery service. And there.
0: again, it's like, really all of this is going to, going to come down. It comes down so much to programming. So the idea is, well, programming and some personality type, but when we tell him tell him this, he will say, okay, well, you need to unblock your and he's like, well, what does that mean? I don't get it. Like, give me some, like, is it something, me is me it some something stuff. I can eat? And it's hard because it, it's an element of mindset. And it's not something you can just reach out your hand and someone puts in your hand, and like, here you go. This is how you fix it. And I'm, I think a lot of people can agree that right now, we are in a spot where people just like hand me something so I can fix this, even though it may or may not work. It's just it's easier than going within, and so maybe we will motivate you to go within. I know it's hard. I'm not pretending that it's you know easy,
1: mindfulness but- is not easy. It's uh, sometimes the the work is gets dirty. You get dirty a little bit, but um, I see it all the time with the clients that I work with, and I and I provide them uh, stepping stones for their mindfulness. I'm not here to necessarily judge them, but like, hey, if you want to get better and you're unhappy in your life, well, the workout is only a part of that. We've got to start asking the questions and like, all right, let's take the next step. What do you like? Next step, what's your perfect day? Next step, you know, let's let's evaluate that. And then once you do that, hold on, once you do that, then you can realize like, okay, what's going on inside me because I'm not doing that right and then you can bring you away... don't have
0: to have all the answers because victor will say that he's like the most amazing coach i could never be a coach like he in the way he does because he just nurtured he's such a great nurturer but the the reason is he if i ask you those questions you're like ah i don't know ah uh, i don't know and then we just keep moving through them and so just because even if you can't a- answer the question doesn't mean you can't ask the question And I was gonna tell a little side note. So in this video, in this podcast, you are going to learn so much about Victor and I. Um, So if you don't know, if you've never met Victor, seen Victor, he's the same height as me. And so, okay, I gave it to you. You're not a half inch shorter. in fact, you, you probably heard this story before. He's like, oh, I was a small kid. I was overfed by my parents. So not only was I kind of a small kid, I wasn't the <clears throat> leanest child. And, and so
1: I was told the- if I stretch a lot and eat all my food, I was going <laughs> to grow taller. Niho, if you eat all of your food and stretch at night before bed, you will grow very tall made me really flexible and really chubby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so he uh because of that there's this natural drive to be strong because if I can't like feel dominating now these other things so he's like all right feel strong well, when I first met Peter right? I had never weight trained we're like within weeks days I don't know we were in Gold's gym at least 2 hours a day and it was great. I mean we fell in love that way and it was wonderful. It was uh, but weight training was like everything that was our life. And we, and then, so when naturally after, I don't remember, let's see, we were dating and I was 17 when we started dating, we opened our business when I was 20. So somewhere between 17 and 20, I was teaching gymnastics. Victor and I were like inseparable. We were those, those annoying couples that were together every second of the day. And so, Not much has changed. and so they, so we, we go to open a business and, um, he uh, he was a business major actually at the time and I had taken him over like, nope, you're going to be kinesiology. This is all you love is working out. like You're obsessed with working out. I mean, I liked working out too, but it wasn't as much. So we opened a business and we um, opened, I was teaching gymnastics, so I'm like, I kind of wanted uh, a raise where I was teaching. I was like, you're not paying me enough for what I do. So I said, hey, let's open a business together. We are only 20. He handed me his gold card. I maxed it out for $30,000. We bought... Gymnastics equipment and ten spinning bikes. We had never taken a spinning class, but, at but we the time, knew it was hot. Yeah. Was... And so the point of that was that there were, we took something he was passionate about, strength training, and we took the next step. Like you should master the science of strength training, and it was great. He did. He went in. He's like, okay, uh, Victor can fix any injury on you. He is so great at at sh- your shoulder hurts. You don't need surgery. Just go see Victor. He'll fix it. Um, then though, that was 30 years ago almost, 29, something that was a long time ago. Over the course of a couple decades, uh, things started changing in really in the clients he came that he worked with. At first, you could just work on strength, mm-hmm. stronger, 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 but then it both some people couldn't work on strength, like they were just always hurt. Every time you'd make a step forward in your strength, and honestly, this is why the San Diego story comes in, is because Victor's kind of experiencing this right now. Like, all he wants is to be able to go train hard in the gym, train hard in jujitsu, but every time he goes to do that, he keeps getting hurt. And so, simultaneously, people got to know Victor. We had a business in a very small community for a long time, and they knew just what a kind, um, non-judgmental, intelligent person he was and they're like I want to work with him well what naturally happened is that his enneagram is type two and he's an he's an empath empath he every he feels everyone's emotions so well while like your desire might be oh I am going to go teach you how to be really strong when you come in to work out and you're gonna lift really heavy but you're like oh either my shoulder hurts or like oh, I'm just really tired my kid was sick all weekend well guess what he's gonna prioritize and adjust and be like oh I I feel you you know nothing's more important to being the dad and so long story short over the last 30 years he's kind of had to evolve away from what he was first passionate about strength training and what he has an abundance of knowledge about into this element of feeling and mindset and mindfulness and being like why are these people always hurt why is life so hard for people and and maybe it's, maybe it's partially because I don't, because I am a little bit of an outsider that mm-hmm. I can, when I see him uh, go through the ebb and flow of feeling amazing and then feeling really bad, I'm like, hey, this is what's happening. Like I can see it from the outside. Maybe it's partially because my personality type, but oh, I can see this like, wow, we really have to like make some changes and like help people understand why life is so hard for them. Because I want nothing more than tell you like, Go live life to the fullest. Go just like take the risk, jump in.
1: Yeah, they're just words though, right?
0: Yeah, that's
1: the challenge. Go live life, enjoy every day, appreciate, gratitude. You know, these are all things we say, like posting posting on a social media, like live everyday life to the fullest on your screen, albeit can be motivational, is not
0: enough to actually do that, right? <laughs> right, and like we first, we experience this. I absolutely like wanna say, Victor, come- Come back with, or you know, come on a road trip with me. Come climb with me. Come do this stuff. It's living life to the fullest. And there's some part of it that's like, well, wait, I don't, I don't know, I, 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 don't, I don't know who know I, I, I am. I don't know what that is, and I don't know who I am. Like my whole identity is wrapped up into being the what helper So. Well,
1: what I do? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's talk real quick about Svadhisthana. That's your sacral chakra. Now, we tell us all the time. It doesn't matter if you. Um, are Christian, Muslim, it doesn't matter your religion. The fact is we are all still spiritual human beings that have energy centers in our body. Okay, so this chakras is not religious at all. Spirituality is different. Energetic systems is what we're talking about here. Okay, so you have seven energetic systems uh, or energy hubs from your tailbone to the crown of your head. And your second one up is called your sacral chakra. Well, your sacral chakra is really where um, when it's blocked, you're going to feel unworthy, um, depressed, insecure, alone, need for approval, low libido, heart, have trouble getting pregnant uh, or infertility. We see this a lot. Um, all of these things. Well, can you imagine with the year that we just had? In that this we world? just had it? before this was the most blocked chakra in before. the U.S. Before 2020. Can you imagine when you put people in isolation, what this must do to their sacral chakra? And so this this uh, is compounded yeah, yeah. with the fact that Enneagram, we've got nine Enneagram types. If you are in the shame triad, an Enneagram two, three, or four, you naturally struggle with feelings of unworthiness to begin with. So, and everyone does different, but... Um, as far as if they're expressing it, they're internalizing it, they're falling asleep to it. Watch Making Mindfulness Fun videos if you want to get all yeah, caught up it. But yeah. laying the foundation that if you struggle with feeling not worthy, needing approval, needing acceptance, um, not acting from your highest self, your true self, you're like, you just feel internally at, at conflict or you've had infertility issues, which is so big right now. And if like, you just don't, don't have this zest for life there's a good chance something's going on with your psycho chakra and so can you imagine if that's blocked how the heck are you going to listen to me and say like go live life to the fullest live unapologetically defy the norm you've got this yeah you're gonna be like
1: but you know in these energy hubs to interject a little bit above and below upstream downstream can affect these flows so for me um as a little side note like if my root chakra which is my base like i am safe I am, I always think of that. I am safe. I'm safe. Well, it comes down to like when I was a kid, I didn't feel all that safe. So my root chakra probably was affected and blocked. And because of that, that development of my sacral chakra, it was impacted significantly. And even now I have to battle that and go, cause my, if I make my root happy, then I can step into these creative, creative energies. Um, mm-hmm just dabbling, sticking my toe in because sometimes I'd be, I used to think that my creative energy flow was in a uh, program creation. Um, and even my job fulfilled a little bit of that because I could s- spontaneously switch gears on a, on a kid's class and engage them to the point where they were sort of mesmerized by whatever I was doing. And I had that creative energy and I could feel this charge from it. The problem with all of that, and even going back and helping is that there's a, as an empath, there's a, there's a feeling of giving, but also of draining, Yeah. of, of draining that essence. And so that building that harmony and to build it up is certainly part I of- I promise the at equation. the end, we're
0: going to give you tangible ways to do this too. Okay. Um, yeah, so programming is something where we keep spitting that word out, right? Well, programming is the messaging you were told as a kid, from your parents, the messaging you got from your peers, the messaging the media is giving you, including social media. Um, the I, I If you listen to the first episode of Defy the Norm podcast, I talk about it like I was not this person. When Victor met me, I was not anywhere close to this much confidence yeah. or, and and it was really great because I think the amount of love and acceptance I got from Victor, made it so that I could like kind of grow into myself. I think it also happened from a pretty young, uh, early in our marriage, or once we started having kids, is that I drew into just my own life a lot. So my kids, my husband, myself, um, and talk about personality type made a difference too. And so in doing that, I naturally, I put on blinders to the world. And uh, I th- I think for me that made a huge difference because I didn't I wasn't even aware of like what was necessary going on in the world. And quick side note with that, when you know Victor and I got married, we were really young. We opened our business. I said when I was twenty, um, I didn't look like a look up like how to start a business. I just went from instinct. We just like this feels right. The feeling was. Hey, I want to be around my husband all the time. I, you know, I was teaching gymnastics already. I'm like, Hey, I can teach you how to teach gymnastics. Right? Yeah. Does it mean I get to see you every day? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. And then that's pretty much exactly how it went (laughs) (laughs) down.
0: Um, and then like with homeschooling too, I tell the story in my homeschooling courses, like my son, our oldest was three, went to preschool. Everyone sent their kid to preschool. We just thought, Oh, you're supposed to, he, he was horrible at it. He was crying in the corner by like two hours after I dropped him off. We, we taught kids that homeschooled. I'm like, I really like how they, I like the values these these families have. Let's just homeschool. So then you're out, now I'm out of like that system too. Um, so I'm out of the workforce. I'm not seeing anything that's going on in normal workforce. I'm not seeing anything that's going on in normal um, school systems. I did see the effect cause we taught kids. So I would see like, God, this is weird, right? Like over the course of our 30 years of having our business or 20 years, I was like, Guy, Kids are less and less happy every single year. Is this is weird? And they're getting weaker. And they're they're winding, like something's going on in the school system that's changing this. And then um, with with RVing, you know, when we started when we moved into an RV, it was there was no such thing as hashtag RV families. It was just more an in uh, desire to like, hey Victor, like you work all the time, and I'm with the kids. Like I want to experience life. Can we just go do this for a while? And it naturally point being, I could actually say the same thing about crypto right now, but we'll save that for my crypto channel that I'm going to start <laughs> um, we, we, um, I was lucky enough to have blinders on is what the point of that was, that I think that helped start it. Now, I probably also could say my programming was in in just my personality type, um, that was like a type eight, like I don't take no for an answer so even if i had been in those scenarios i probably would have caused a way awake behind me there right yeah um and then let's go real quick to your um because your upbringing affects your enneagram your myers-briggs is like how you behave well you have four cognitive functions and on youtube we've talked about this a couple times four cognitive functions well i just happen to have an ni and an fi which means i'm going to be intuitive based on the how i feel internally Victor has an S I and an F E, which means he thinks about his past experiences and other people's emotion. This is so important for people. If you're trying to heal your sacral chakra, I I think at least it's an important part because for me to tell Victor, like, well, how like how do you feel? What's your sense of self? How do you um, how would you describe the emotions you're feeling? He's like, wait, I um, I can draw from like the, the past. past. I was scared kid. I can draw from what this person I just worked with feels. There's this there's this space that's like of uncertainty, of unfamiliarity and yeah. so like we'll talk about what do you think that some of the things like journaling probably meditation things like that just space I think living here staring out this window makes Well,
1: sense. you know, that's a sitting in nature thing or being in nature so that you have that disconnected. I think one of the most powerful things is that you get away from from stimulus. Yeah, uh, certain sickness is certainly uh, bombarded by TV, radio, uh, whatever podcast, if you think about it, everyone's always trying to, there's no idle time. And so when you get, when you sit in silence, people go, well, that's, I'd be bored. A lot of pretty amazing things can happen in that. And then from there, there is an intention with that time eventually. So whether it's a prompt, um, which, you know, a mantra or something that you're selling yourself because like, hey, I gotta work on this. Like I'm smart, I'm intelligent. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm smart, I'm intelligent. Repeating that over and over. If you, especially once you're aware of the programming yeah. or the meditations that take you a certain journey, um, and then after that meditations, you you, you you write it down. I have some people that I take through meditations, and I go, okay, how was is, how is your journaling gone? Well, I haven't done it. All right, so we're stopping three minutes early on this meditation, and your brain dumping, and that way you can go back to that to prompt them to go deeper and delve deeper into um, what that potential inner programming. And then to get a little potentially insight into what potential chakras uh, or energy hubs might be giving you some problems. You have to have that ability to step back, look at what, ha- what you did and go, okay, what, what did I feel now and what's going on? And try to evaluate that to give you greater insight into what you can do going forward. And so there has to be also a natural tendency that like I want more. Yeah. If you have that, if you're good, you're good, but I gotta tell you, people come in my door, I'm like, hey, how are you? I'm good. And I read between those. So lines, I know you're quit. listening
0: to this, our favorite client who watches these, but but he he said this last a couple weeks ago. He'd been in San Diego for a long time. I'm good, I'm good. Well, I'm good, but something seems a little off, but I don't you just don't know. And then he went to a new city and totally mind-blown that there's a part of the world that was totally different than what he was perceiving around him. And I can't emphasize that enough. Like if, if you're saying you're, if you say out loud, you're good, but you know deep down subconscious 95 percent's is happening there that like, mm. but I would like it if it was better. But I, I kind of want a little bit more of what they're talking about. You need to put yourself, I would say first, you need to put yourself in a different environment, even if it's just for three days, four days, a week, a month. Like you deserve to not feel that, you need that. that sometimes
1: you need that distance to gain perspective. Sometimes you need that distance to gain perspective. So um, he or she inputted themselves. They changed their location. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I was acting in this way. Or I felt can't be- this way. Felt or- this way, and now I get my lungs. I feel better. My all my shoulder discomfort that we've been treating is completely gone because the stress has gone down in a lot of ways. And of course, um, they were doing something else at this other location and and actually physically exerting themselves, but still those aches and pains right away. And now I'm
0: going to tell you the only, re- we've talked about recording this video for so long, and I'm going to, t- this is this is um, important because the only reason we could finally record this video today is because, remember Victor said, the chakras upstream downstream, okay? If you have an a- elbow injury, you're going to be looking at shoulder and, nice. and wrist. Okay. If you have a hip injury we're going to look up and down. If you have a chakra blockage you're going to have to look above and below so above that is manipura where is what we do but if we're doing things that aren't aligning with our sense of self that's not that's not going to help it okay or below is root chakra it's our sense of safety security and groundedness now. Victor's still in the process. We're all in the process of so uncovering these. Myself it's included. It's a flexible model. Can you tell I'm which, which of my chakras, my throat chakras, the overactive? Like, I have to work on, like, speak less. Um, the, the only reason is because we, he woke up feeling really good today and happy. And last night, right before we started meditating, we were supposed to uh, go on a road trip for the next few days. Um, and because I'm trying to avoid bad weather in Montana. And so we are supposed to leave for a road trip tonight. Uh, we just got back from one last Friday. Today is Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, it lasted a whole five days. But we are supposed to go for a couple days um, to go climb and tend sleep. And, and then we're leaving next Friday for another long trip. And we are really, we're like not here in Montana nearly enough, but anyways. He, he was hurt. He was like, I don't know, my hip's going to hurt me if we go. Um, I don't want her to go without me because then I'm going to miss her. But then I said right at the meditation, I'm like, you guys, I'm kind of tired. I want to get some work done. Maybe we'll just skip this trip. Like we have so much planned. I'm feeling a little tired. Like maybe it's not the best time to go, go climb. And I kid you not, 15 minutes after that meditation, I can see, we've been together a long time. I could see in his eyes, I'm like, Oh my goodness! Your root chakra is happy now because we're not going on this trip.
1: So um, that's no, okay. I don't admit it. <laughs> okay, never, never,
0: don't admit it. But Meh. it's okay. Like the, in the end, I'm like, there is still a huge link for Victor's root chakra and sacral chakra. When when we're in Montana and we're not traveling, he like starts to be. his all of a sudden the creativity comes out and the and the more joyfulness and and wants to be fun and like I'm kind of handsy. and that's a good sacral chakra so um what but what triggered this yesterday well a lot of things triggered it but one of the things that of course Gabby Isabel and I are like dad you've got to heal your sacral chakra we love you we want you to have fun with us and so Isabel was submitting an article for um so if you don't know Isabel's our 17 year old who's uh, a kids mindfulness coach and she's she really takes the lead on our Making Mindfulness Fun on the blog because I'm kind of spread thin with everything else. And so she wrote an article for Yogi Approved on how um, to help teenagers with sacral chakra blockages because naturally, that's when kind of your sacral chakra develops. Uh, develops. So. And so it's uh, it's natural for it to get blocked because your if your peers are saying like, you know, if there's gossip, if there's judgment, I mean, all the things that naturally Well, you can't really
1: relax and be yourself. A lot of times you feel like you need to be morphing toward the norm, right?
0: For sure. That's not
1: self-identity.
0: And so she gave Victor the article to proofread because Victor's an amazing proofreader. He really is. I
1: caught two errors.
0: And so, but then he's like, after he's like, you guys made me read this so that (laughs) that I would be aware, right?
1: These are not the droids you're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) The Jedi mind trick.
0: And so I'm like, oh, can we talk about it on, on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. My kids do not struggle with this as much only because like inadvertently, maybe somewhat intentionally, I put blinders on them. Now that's not to say they didn't have moments of struggling. They're In funny. fact, if you listen to Isabel and Gabby talk on their their own platforms, they talk about how much they had to struggle with fear of rejection. But the difference is, is that while they were, while they were feeling rejection from their peers, Um, for not going to prom, for not knowing the latest gossip, for not knowing who's dating who and what football player did what and um, all that other stuff that we kind of avoided. Simultaneously, I was providing an outlet to develop that um, because it wasn't like I said on this intention, like, all right, let's go develop your sacral chakra. This will be so fun. No, we just, we Manipura, we engaged in life, we did things. so. We start hiking. I think about this story all the time when Isabel, Gabby, and I hiked um, Maroon Bells four passes. You have to get like over four 3,000 foot mountains. And there was a storm coming in. If you know anything about Colorado, kind of stinks to, you don't want to go over a pass when there's a lightning storm. And so we had, we had only hiked a couple miles up right before the first pass, the first night. Slept there, got up early, started hiking. The idea was to get through three passes, but we also knew that there was going to be a storm coming in um, that night. And I was thought, God, you guys, I don't know if I want to get stuck here for an extra day. We didn't bring that much food. Like if you know anything about me, I'm kind of obsessed with like really good dinners. And so I thought, oh gosh, you guys, I don't want to sit here and like starve for a day. Um, like, let's just keep pushing. Let's try to push over. And Isabel was only 14. She's definitely in the last three years changed. Tenacity. A and and I'm hiking super fast, it's dark. It's getting dark, we're just barely clearing that last pass. We were like, actually had to run down the last pass um, and like the bushes were really high and we're doing bear calls because we're like, oh my gosh, this is like the perfect opportunity to just run around the corner and see a bear. And she's crying because like, she's so tired. I mean, that's four passes we had just gone over in like 12 hours of hiking. And she's only 14 and she's got this heavy pack and. She's just crying, She doesn't. I'm like, we can stop, we can stop. No, I can do it, but it just hurts so bad. And then, like for sure, the next day as we wake up, it's lightning, it's pouring, we feel the sense of like, all right, we did this. This was a good call, and she feels a lot of pride and like, wow, I know my mom was pushing hard, but this was good. Well, we've had lots of those, and if you ask her now, she'd be like, yeah, I'm so thankful for it because I realized what I was made of. That I was made of something internal. There's this internal I can um, do this. grit that nobody can put nobody can take away from me. And, and that's kind of what we need right now. That's kind of so the only way to get that. And so we have a nickname for Victor. He's Ma- Ma- eh, Manny, the Manipura, is Manipura is by doing. So if take home is like, yeah, if you're like can relate to, yeah, my root chakra is a little bit blocked, my sacral chakra, I just I feel a little unworthy. I'm a little scared. Well, the step is, is like, this is why I put it on here, is to get out there and like travel and explore and go. You're not going to know until you get into the world in different scenarios. And guess what? The first place you go might not be great. (laughs) It might not. It might take you going to 10 different places. The important thing is that you just constantly put on your backpack and walk to another place or drive to another place or fly to another place. You just keep going until it resonates with you. Yeah, right? I,
1: I agree. I think uh, that through those experiences, ultimately, you'll find there'll be these amazing triggers that you can you can flip, both good and bad. But remember, the bad's even good too, right? I mean, that failure, that like that pain, that I mean, Victor describe.
0: hated a lot of our travel, and if you ask him right now, he's like, I loved it. Yeah, I, I'm I so not glad. Change told- any of
1: it, but I'm so glad I did it. I had my family actually had it not been for something other than for myself. Which was give my wife an experience and a family experience, probably would have never done it. But that's based, if you look yeah. back at my personality, I always do things for others. Um, and the, the stories are endless about you know what about providing that. You know, these guys will pull 180s on me, like, Hey, dad needs weights, Daniel, go ask him, hey, You need some dumbbells <laughs> or something? And then they'll get them for I'll get them for 10 you That's a good story. <laughs> yeah,
0: so Victor loves having new weights in our gym, and so he'll. Daniel come to me and say mom dad wants new kettlebells will you go buy them for me so I can so he has them?" and I'm like yeah sure um the big thing is like how you'll know is if your sacral chakra is balanced healed whatever it is it's like first of all I'm going to tell you it's a joyfulness, like a absolute, like smile on your face. That's how I know with, with Victor, because, um, as much as I'd say, like, obviously right. we have five kids, like obviously, um, if, if he had such a block sacral chakra, it'd be like, cause I was saying infertility. I know a lot of people that are really close to us struggling with this. And part of me still thinks that there is some element of sacral chakra blockages. Some of it is just toxins in the environment, unfortunately, but you're going to have this, this passion, a zest for life, a, uh, you find inspiration in a lot of things. And I can, would you agree? Like you when you feel more balanced in, like you feel safe, you feel good in who you are you're like, Oh, I've got inspiration. Let's
1: absolutely. I think one of the simplest, silliest things is that, you know, my personal Instagram, I've been drawn a little bit more (laughs) into creating funny reels or something like that. And that exposure to be silly and creative is something that really resonated enough with me to be like, wow, well, I can, I can do this. People actually kind of like that. And, and again, I'm not, it, I'm not like super popular on there, but it does something to fulfill me, fulfill me as well as provide some information for someone. That's like a win-win ultimately. And so Ab- doing that helps.
0: Absolutely. And it's funny cause you said that, um, and not super popular. It's an interesting mm-hmm. thing that like that stigma of like, wow, if I don't have.
1: 10,000 followers. I mean. We don't, don't have, we re- don't have
0: much on any of our platforms, but we still show up because there's some form of it that, that feels enjoyable, that feels enjoyable emotional. and help
1: someone. Right. So in my route, I'm like, I just, I just want to help people. And, and honestly, Robin's the only one who's got me to do it because in the end, I would, I would if, if I had a choice, I would probably drop it all because I'm like, oh, I don't like that fear of, ju- is that this fear of judgment? I have one thing that kind of went viral level and like the amount of hate that I got was like, God, I just want to punch someone right now how like they don't even know who i am and they're saying these things and that fear of judgment but i was like well it helped a bunch of people so i can offset that
0: yeah right? it's oh yeah because i have one too the one that we yeah. did with the we were trying to be funny and like you do um these it's reels
1: comedy guys you
0: these reels um you know you always have to do it to whatever the popular trend is and if, at first i'm like no i'm not doing that and then we did it a couple times like oh that was kind of fun and I did the one where it's like argumentative wife and then Victor's like yes honey whatever and if you know that's a little bit of, of us it's an exaggeration I mean and so many people are like oh they're going to be divorced they're <laughs> and of course I engage back I'm like yep yeah you 30 know 30 years, years later, of marriage yeah, it's, you're right. it's it's, it's we can't laugh at like what we um the
1: extremes right yeah. I mean it and ultimately that's where we expose ourselves a little bit, even in these videos is to show those polar extremes and realize like there is a way to navigate through. Um, there's a, having a better understanding of what's going on in yourself is absolutely the next evolution that humanity has to
0: have. Well, you know how I told you guys it was, I was a little early to the homeschooling game. I was a little early to the, um, the adventure or RV living. I was a little early to the crypto space. I'm telling you, consciousness is right around the corner. Whether you believe it or not, there is going to be a trigger that's going to bring this Shift to the people. forefront of people's minds. And so, hey, you could be on the cutting edge cutting too. Edge. Um, so I'm gonna give you a couple take homes. That way you don't just feel like uh, you were just entertained by our,
1: by our uh, rambles.
0: <laughs> The big thing is, uh, I think Victor talked about it, but intentional mindfulness. There's first, like if you listen to us and like, okay, Robin, I get it, I feel this a little bit, but like, uh, there's not necessarily something that we can hand you, but what you can do is intentionally say like, I want to be, I deserve this. I want to like, I want to enjoy my life. I deserve to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy my life, I'm going to enjoy my life. Yep. And so the mindfulness comes in like questioning it, observing it. Um, I know when you went to San Diego this last time, I said, just try as much as you can to be a third person outside your body, floating above you, looking like, am I being authentic right now? Am I joyful? Am I happy? Is this me? Is this even like, am I just moving through the motions of my life? Am I like going after what I want? Am I like, you just start becoming the questioner to your own existence. And and while like there might be parts of you that like, oh my gosh, what if I get Robin? What if like every single thing I see myself doing, I hate or I don't want, or I'm upset. I, I don't even know, I don't even know where to start. But I think we gave you like the first part, like I, I know travel seems expensive. Like you, you can put yourself in new environments. There are lots of different ways. Email me if you can't think of one. I could think of a hundred because Victor always goes like, I don't know what to post, and I give him like a hundred. Post this, post that, post it. I have so many ideas; it's ridiculous. But I can think of an idea for you. But put that's your first one. Is that the next is to um, discern? Discern is my favorite word. Right now, <laughs> Nick uh, after Victor, <laughs> <laughs> discern like unfortunately. Um, discerning means a little bit of judgment and if you're a feeling type like my wonderful husband to discern means I judge and judging is not a good thing I'm not supposed to judge and it's not so much that we have to judge the word judge it's discern like is this serving me is this what I want is this so discerning desire um ways to do that if you get join my email list I tell you but like I have videos on it too uh if money wasn't an object, what would you do? That has been the that is been a great the question theme we can ask. Of all of our travels, I always if money wasn't an object. So if money wasn't an object, I'd go to Ten Sleep tonight and then the next thing I go like, well, do I really like will it bring me joy? I have this weird ability to I can envision in um, how I will feel in a scenario, you know, in the future. That's just um, an I type. So while Victor's great, he can remember exactly what he felt in the past. I have a little bit more trouble with that. I can go like, well, I can I can totally see how tired I'm going to feel if I drive all the way to South Dakota and back, and then have and then to turn around, around. 48 hours. Uh, I I don't think I I don't, the the joy of the climb and the joy of being in Spearfish that I totally miss doesn't doesn't align so you have to discern the feelings too that you want to create what is that feeling do i want to feel um do i want to feel rested do i want to feel strong do i want to feel like connected do i want to all that that's discerning desire isn't just like how much money do you want to make okay i totally get like that money is important it gives you options
1: money is energy
0: but it is It's really like when you can break free of like letting that be the thing that decides all of your decisions in the day, then you create the opportunity to um, approach some of these other things. Um, Programming. That's a hard one. But like Victor said, with journaling, meditating and eliminating all distractions and then being able to sit in quiet space, whether you need to meditate and close your eyes, whether you need to stare out the window and look at the owls flying by or a tree. Uh, whatever space, and then think about like, what do I want? What do I feel? Why Why do I feel this? Is there? Was I given a message from my peers? Was I given a message from my family? Miho, we don't have that much money. Miho, you can't. Miho, whatever it is. If my, my mom gave me, I have a programming, like the worst they're gonna say is no. So even though self-doubt totally rules my life too, the worst they can say is no. The worst they get. So whatever that programming is, um, it's definitely playing a role. I've shared many stories on the podcast, how like my dad fails so much. In fact, I just called him last week and like, oh, what is he, 70? I don't know, 70. What what are you up to? Well, I, you know, that palm tree on my lot, I decided to take a chainsaw to it because I saw SDG&E do it. And so I figured I could do it, but you know, I dropped, I dropped a frond on my,
1: I don't know what car. Some
0: fancy, some old car that-
1: Oh, it's 57 Chevy. Yeah, it's 57 Chevy.
0: <laughs> and so to, that's that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, even though we all have other issues, is that, that like, hey, well, I just went and tried and figured it out and hmm, now I got to replace the bumper. Um, The last, do you have one more before I give no. it? I got the, ba- the last, the, the big one, the most deep, the one that will extract you from the matrix the most is Perception and reality. Remember that just because your perception is one thing doesn't mean that is the reality. So while, uh, I mean, I don't care where you stand on with the jabs, with the mask, with whatever, it doesn't matter. You get to choose you, I get to choose me. We went to Walmart yesterday and maybe, I I don't know, 25% in it, like, it's just not, Whoa. an issue they, anymore everyone's done with that They're, they've they moved on for whatever reason but at the same time a good friend like me, um said like hey what am I going to do I'm getting so much social pressure for this I cannot I'm like I'm really scared your per, the per, fact is like whatever your perception is in your environment that might not be reality and it might be time to um put yourself in new situations and expand your reality because there's a whole world and we travel to a lot of them. Everywhere's different. Absolutely. All right, sacral chakra. So I hope-
1: Svahistina.
0: <laughs> Remember, Enneagram plays it plays a role. Myers-Briggs plays a role. Um, the chakras, absolutely, it's not a lot to heal. That means is-
1: scratch at the surface, guys. Oh. <laughs> scratch at the surface, figure out what's going on inside. food inside of you, uh, look at that mindfulness, um, express a little bit of that mindfulness, take a step towards it. Um, It's a huge process, even for myself, uh, but I know I can help others. So even though I don't have everything figured out, I do the same thing. Like, hey, let's take a step. You can take a step.
0: Absolutely. All right, thanks you guys.